Whenever I get a chance to talk to Fred Bolitnikoff, as you know, it's a priority for you. Also myself, all of our families, one of the greatest players of all time, and he's getting ready for the golf tournament, which is in Vegas after all the success they've had in the Bay Area. The Bolitnikoff Golf Invitational, April 24th at Canyon Gay Country Club, right here in beautiful Las Vegas. Freddie, how does that sound? That sounds good to me. Let's get out in the sun and play some golf. No mulligans. No <laughs> mulligans and put everything out. Well, let's get to this right out of the gate. It, when, okay. the, when, the great, when the great Willie Brown was alive, Willie would come into your tournament and the others, and everybody would go, oh, my God, it's over. I can't win these long-term Raider golf tournaments, not just yours. Years in the day, Willie and Cliff would come in all dapper and dressed up, and everybody said, those are the guys we got to beat? You know what? The one thing about those two guys, they were consistent every time they came to our tournament. All right? Every time you could tell, you could say, okay, they're going to be within two strokes of this number, and they were within two strokes of that number. Believe me. Believe me. I'll tell you what. Those two were were unbelievable. You always had to keep both eyes on them, not just one eye, both eyes on them. Fred Bolitnikov joins us. Hey, uh, how cool is it when you call Steve Largent and Charlie Joyner in the past and James Lofton and Angela calls him, you call him and say, here's the dates. We'd like you to come. And they're they're always the first guys who come right back and confirm all these legendary Hall of Fame wide receivers. Oh, it's it's unbelievable. You know, we have such a, you know what, I really appreciate, you know, because uh, of course, you know, being a wide receiver, I, I really try to get a lot of guys. That are that were wide receivers and are wide receivers it, to come to the tournament because that that is always my priority. But to have those guys uh, show up every year and and be part of our foundation, be part of our tournament, it was the golf, the crab feed, whatever. Uh, it re- it really amazes me and it really it really helps us out. Number one, but it's just because you know our friendship has gone on for years and years, and I have so much respect for those guys. For all the guys that come to our tournament, I, I just have a ton of respect for them. And the greatest thing to be able to do is they're all good guys, you know, and that's what we've always worked on. And these guys are all first class. I mean, they're just first class guys. It's amazing. Amazing that we're able to put something like that together and have that type of guys in, 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 in you know, socializing with groups, playing with groups, just being around and talking to people. Uh, they're very good, and they've done a, a great, great job and really helped us out for a lot of years. Yeah, and, and Rich Gannon's been coming around the last couple of years more and more. He's pretty consistent, and Rich takes it seriously, and he's great, and he interacts with the fans. And Rich has been a nice addition over the years to come to this tournament because he really enjoys it, especially connecting with his teammates from his era, but the players from your era, and it's a really nice mix. Oh, yeah, to have Rich, I mean, to have Rich come in, it's a – it's a big boost for our tournament. It really is, you know, with his schedule and traveling and doing the broadcasting and everything and what he has to do, you know, with football, uh, on a radio, on TV, whatever, you know, for him to be able to take the time and be part of our tournament every year is just fantastic for us. I mean, we love having him. And, you know, I spent a lot of years when I was coaching, you know, around Rich and saw how he operated, what kind of guy he was and how dedicated he was and, how competitive he was. Uh, it's just super. It, and we love having him. And we, we love every year where, when he's able to make it. It really gives us a big boost. 
Fred Bolitnikoff joins us, the Hall of Famer. So let's talk Raider football. I haven't talked to you since Jimmy Garoppolo was named the starter. I like the move. I mean, I, I got to see what he can do, but he's won two Super Bowls as a backup. He's had playing opportunities. He wins over 70% of the time. You watch a lot of football, and we talked about what he can do in the red zone. And I really think, Fred, that's what the Raiders have to clean up now. And, you know, Derek had a great career here with the Raiders. But when it comes to Garoppolo now, talk about what you'd like to see better in the red zone here in the efficiency because Raiders got to put up a lot of points until they fix this defense. And I think Garoppolo could really be an upgrade in the red zone and helping Devontae and Hunter and Jacoby Myers and all these other players get open and make some quick decisions. Well, you know something? I mean, you really have to break down the field. And, you know, for years, the years I played and even even coached, you know, that was a big priority for us, to be down in the red zone, moving it from the 20. If you started at the 25, 20, 10, 15, all the way down, and you have to work so hard down there from the standpoint that you got to make sure that your players are used to being in that part of the field. It's shortened down a lot. Uh, they have to be able to run quicker routes, get open quicker, come up with catches, and a lot of times contested catches, so you got to battle for the ball a lot. But you really got to be disciplined down in that area. And, you know, having somebody like Jimmy being down in an area, which he's very good at, you know, and now you just got to have the rest of the team just as good as him down there and really, really use the field. You know, I mean, you're using the field more laterally mm-hmm. than anything, unless you start like at the 25, you got a little shot to the end zone. But everybody has to be quicker, faster, and know and have the feeling. You know, it's like years ago, we used to do so much work uh, just just working in the end zone. You know, that was one of the priorities that, you know, you get your guys working in the end zone. You know, so if you're at practice, you run your, all your routes where you're ending up in the end zone, and you get the feel of the end line, you get the feel of the sideline, the back corner of the end zones, uh, you know, right right on the goal line. So you have a good feel that when you're down there, you know, it's not foreign to you. You know, you know mm-hmm. how to hack down there. You know how to perform down there. And you know what it takes to be. It's a different game down there. Hall of Famer Fred Bolitnikoff. So I want to stay on that. We've talked about this privately a bunch. You you really enjoyed that and took pride with that in extra work after practice and working in the red zone, especially with your toe tapping. And you mentioned battling for the ball. And I see so many highlights of you on NFL films where you were in the corner of the end zone. You were going up against Kansas City or other teams, and you were battling at the point, the height of your jump, to grab that ball, secure it, and then get your feet down in the end zone, let alone doing it at mid field and the extra work that you did with Daryl LaMonica, Kenny Stabler. Talk about that, Fred, because you're really making a strong point to these younger Raider fans on how much work has to be put in for red zone production. Oh, you, you, you know something? The thing about it is, you know, you have to know how to work in that end zone, you know? And the great thing, the advantage for me was once we got to that 20-25, 25-20-yard line, you know, forget about the speed. Now you're into the quickness. And who wants the ball more? That's all it becomes. And with me not having a great speed, you know, it that that part of the game came in better for me because you know I did have good I did have good quickness. I did compete for the ball, and I knew how to how to how, I knew how to act in the end zone. Let me put it that way. I knew how to perform in the end zone, and the awareness you have to have down there when you get in there is is it just has to be second nature to you. You know, we always worked 
uh, even like when I was coaching, part of my drills were, hey, listen, we're all going down there with the five-yard line. I want you guys catching balls in the end zone, mm-hmm. on the end line, in the corners, down by, you know, right off the goal line, uh, stay in on the sideline, and know that you don't have that much room to work, you know, downfield horizontally. You know, you got to make sure that that you you are quick enough and good footwork enough, and you got to compete. You know, it's just that you just have to want it more than the other guy. Fred Bolitnikov joins us. That's one of the things I'm really excited about with Garoppolo, with his ability to look off safeties and twitch and pump fake, kind of like Rich did in his prime down there, and the ball comes out quicker to guys who are wide open. You built a good relationship with the guys when you come in, such as Hunter, and you've talked to Devontae. Now Jacoby Myers comes in. I think this is a tremendous asset because of his size. He can play the slot. He can play opposite of Devontae. And, Freddie, and as we say, this offense runs through Devontae. When it's a critical pass, let him go get the 50-50 ball. Get him at short. Get him at the line of scrimmage. And last year we saw that Devontae could get behind the safeties and make a bunch of big plays. Well, that you know, that, that's the thing. You know, when, when you get those guys like Devontae, you have Myers now, you have Renfro, they all have that great quickness. They all, they all, have, that, uh, they all have that sense of wanting to compete down there and score and, and catch the ball and take the ball away because, you know, you get down there and, uh, you know, things open up and they're open up right now and they can close up that quick. You know, so when you had guys like Rich Gannon or Kenny and and uh, Daryl years ago, and now with Jimmy, you know they know how to get the ball in there quick. And you got to be alert. You got to be ready for it. But that that group of receivers, uh, you know, they're built they're built for the red zone. Yeah, and yeah. that's the one thing I like about it because they know how to compete. They know how to run routes. They have good footwork. Uh, they know how quick the ball comes out. I mean, you don't have a chance to monkey around. Uh, because the ball might hit you in the helmet or fly right by you. So you have to really be alert enough to know that it's all quickness. It's all quickness and reaction. Fred Bolidnikoff, as we wrap it up, we'll continue to talk about the golf tournament coming up and how you can play with Freddie and everyone else out there. So I wanted to discuss the draft for you because when you were established as a Raider and you came in and you know, you're playing there in Super Bowl two, and you win this MVP of Super Bowl eleven. there were a lot of great players drafted behind you, but there wasn't immense turnover players played with one team they played longer with one team and now you've seen all the turnover with the Raiders as Dave Ziegler's trying to change this up a bit got guys on one-year contracts what was it like for you as you were established with the Raiders your third or fourth year and all of a sudden these epic draft classes are coming in behind you guys are fighting to the depth to make the team and you're building the team and continuing the success with new pro bowlers and a couple of future hall of famers well, you have you have to know one thing. You know, once you're there on a team, you're established. That's your job. And if you want to give it up, then you don't work to get better. Mm-hmm. And the more you, the the more time you spend in football, the years, the better you get, the better. But you have to stay on top of it each and every year. You know, when uh, when we were when we were you know established, sort of say, you know, we didn't worry about the draft. You know, we didn't worry about who they brought in. It was the fact that, you know, that guy's not taking my job. I don't care who it is. You know, you got to go a long way to take my job. And everybody had that attitude. And so that's why we were really able to establish guys. If somebody wasn't able to play that game, the next guy up 
he was he was he can come in there and he can help carry the team for a game or two or a quarter or a half whatever you might need from him but but that was the the great thing about it is that that was your job you know and that's that's what you had, that's what you were proud of that I'm the starter and that guy really has to work hard in order to take your job and you not, never let that make you complacent that that was your job you had a battle for that job Every year, and that's the great thing with Al, you know, you competed every single year, and if you wanted to be that guy starting, that's what you had to do. That's you simple. know, there's more to that story because you just mentioned Mr. Davis. You know what a maverick he was. Did he send a message? If he drafts a player, a linebacker or a corner, and those guys are there, they think they have their job. They're probably going to win it. But was that the way of Mr. Davis also saying we're improving the team? And, hey, even your position is up for grabs. I can imagine what the vibe must have been like at training camp when Mr. Davis is walking around with the outfit on and new players are coming in and he's building relationship with them. They they might take a job from a veteran. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you this, okay? Without that was your job, but you got had to be aware that there might be somebody yeah. else that might take that job. So when you went to camp every single year, you never felt comfortable enough to know that you had that job 100%. You still had to compete for it. That was a great thing about Al. That's what kept, that's what kept everybody playing so hard and getting so good each every year was the fact that, you know, yeah, you're, you're, you're the starter, but, you know, and there was always that but in there, and you better be aware of when you heard that but, you know, that you better get your ass rolling because it's never going to be easy. And that's, that's, what, that's how he, he made it for us is that, you know, you, hey, you're competing. you got to mm-hmm. compete. You want to win, and you have to have that mental attitude and that strong, strong, physical, mental toughness in you to be able to go out there and play. Uh, Fred Bolitnikoff, the Hall of Famer. Fred, finally, one more thing about the team. At the Adelson event where Mark Davis was honored, uh, you had a chance to see uh, Dave Ziegler, Josh McDaniels. They were both kind enough to attend. You're getting to know them, and especially the GM, Dave Ziegler. I'd like to get a comment from you on him because you back this team. Mark Davis, you go back your Mark's entire life, and you want this team to win more than anybody I know. You're one of the great alumni in the history of this program here. How much support do you have for them now as they're trying to get this right? They deconstructed some of the roster. They brought in a lot of guys recently, and then they're coming into the draft, and they got to go big in the draft. they got to come out of this draft with some big-time success. Tell me what you think about these guys as they're now trying to fix this and get it right, especially Dave Ziegler, the GM. Well, you know what? It's, it's, it's a whole different atmosphere nowadays with everything. Everything is so much media, this, that, but – you know, you have to have people that they, they're not into that. They, they can't pay attention to that. They're, they're single-minded about the team, and that's all they're concerned about is making the team better. Listen, the things that are going on, like uh, last year, this year, whatever, that's part of football. That's going to happen all the time. There's no doubt about it. And you have to have two strong guys running the team, you know, you got to have a strong head coach. You got to have a strong general manager, and both those guys are. I mean, uh, I mean, I support both of them 100 percent because you know they they want to win, and you know when they're in charge and they're looking at the team, okay, how can we make our team better? 
well, there's a lot of a lot of times you have to make that team better. It's not a lot of people aren't going to be happy when you have to let people go mm-hmm. and replace them to get your team better. And that's just that's just part of the growing pains. That's part of being that's be, that's part of wanting to build a winner. And that's what those two guys are trying to do. Nicely said. It's the Bolitnikoff Golf Invitational, April 24th, Canyon Gate Country Club, org. There's still a few foursomes left, and they go quickly. So, Freddie, I want fans to hang up the phone, go to the website, and get involved with this for the charity endeavors, the all, all the great things that surround this event, the legacy of your late daughter, Tracy. Tell everybody how they can get tickets, be a part of this, get out there and golf with all this, and be a part of such a special evening. Well, you know, you ju- you you just you just go on a website. Just go on bletnikoff.org. That'll take you to everything and explain everything to you, and the different levels of, of participation we have, uh, what what those levels are, and you know, everybody participate. We're doing a lot of great work, mm-hmm. and you know, you go on a website. It's very the, the website's a great website. Angela's done a great job with the website, and it explains itself very easily, very simple for everybody. And and you'll find a, a lot. We're doing a lot of good things, you know. We're we're now we're now with the St. Jude Children Ranch yep. that we're really making a big impact down there and being part of. So that's another part of our mission to get things going down there and be part of of the Las Vegas area, which Angela is doing a great job getting involved with people down there. And everybody's been very receptive, and and we love it. And uh, we're happy that we've moved our two big events down there. Absolutely. Well, the guest room's always ready for you at my house, but you always stay in these nice <laughs> VIP hotels, so I get a chance to come over and see you, and you're going to be staying through the draft, so from the golf tournament, yeah. you're going to be involved heavily with what the Raiders are doing with the draft coming up. That's exciting. I'm going to sit there, too, and watch it. I'll be watching it with you, I hope. <laughs> 100% at the Raiders draft party. I'm happy we could do this. Uh, Bolitnikoff.org. Yeah. Please go get some foursomes. Donate. Make a donation. Be a part of this. Freddie, I'll see you in a couple of weeks, man. Great to talk to you. Thank you, JT. You take care. See you in a couple weeks.